to the music however the lyrical content is mine welcome 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 to sex talk with tasty i am your lovely host tasty here to give you listening pleasure as we do discuss that lovely thing called sex yes here at sex talk with tasty we are all sex all the time so go ahead and tune in when sex is on your mind today we will be discussing anal sex yes there is plenty to discover and consider when deciding to actually enter the world of anal play some things you may want to ask yourself is can you handle it is this where pain becomes pleasure is it forbidden is it taboo is anal sex for you anal sex is simply defined as the insertion and thrusting of an erect penis or object into a person's anus for sexual pleasure now the anus can be stimulated in other ways besides deep penetration and we'll go over a couple of those ways in a second as well now i definitely just want to actually cover a couple of the myths behind anal sex the first myth being that only gay men do it Sorry to let you know, but it is very much so a part of heterosexual couple sex as well. There are actually studies linking frequent orgasms in women to the inclusion of anal stimulation. So that is something to think about. Also, we do have this new plethora of people who are enjoying the life of pegging, which is the act of a woman actually strapping on a dildo and going ahead and entering anally into her male partner. So we do have some other things besides just gay men who do it definitely never think that that's just the case uh another myth that i often hear is that you can't get pregnant from anal sex guys I understand you feel like you're in the butt and there's no way that you can create a baby through the anus. However, you have to know that semen can get very near the opening of of the vagina during anal sex or when you're coming, you know, pulling out from anal sex. So there is a possibility that you can still get pregnant if you're having anal sex, if that semen actually comes in contact with your vagina. Now, I also know another myth is that it's harder to get STIs from anal sex 
which is absolutely false because the anus is very delicate and it can tear easily and the person that's getting anally penetrated is very much so at risk to getting these STIs is a little bit more than the one that's actually doing it but there is definitely a risk like in any sex to get an STI okay now what I definitely want to go over is a couple of the things that uh, can be done that is not considered deep penetration when it comes to the anus we do have anal surfacing which means that the person is just touching the surface of the anus there they're never entering into it it's just maybe a light brushing I do know a lot of people like to use like feathers and just tickle that area uh, just for a little stimulation Uh, there's also anal shallowing now this is a little bit of penetration but guys it's definitely just the inside of the opening you're just barely you're not even getting your whole head or tip there and it's just a little bit of penetration Uh, there is mainly people who anal shallow probably would use fingers as opposed to a penis but it's just a little bit inserted into the anus now you can also do things called anal pairing this is when you're doing like anal touch when you're doing another sexual act so if you're having vaginal sex and you play with the anus a little bit then you're anal pairing if you are stimulating the clitoris with your tongue or any other part or any object and you also are touching the ass in any type of way uh, and meaning the actual hole uh, or entering the hole there not just like if you're grabbing someone's butt you know you're just trying to get a little grab or grip while you're doing your thing no but if you're actually you know touching that anus area when you're actually doing another sexual act Now, I definitely want to go over a couple of things when it comes to anal sex. If you are deciding to start doing anal sex or if you are someone who does participate in it very regularly, this could very well be the only way that you do have sexual intercourse as well. So I definitely just want to go over a couple of things just to make sure that you, my listeners, are very well informed if you do want to make this decision to do anal play. First, let me just start out by saying there are some benefits from having anal sex. Uh, People always misconstrue anal sex with just a pain and tormented thing. Of course, and those are the people who do not enjoy doing it. But for the people who do enjoy it, uh, they have found that, you know, it may be very uh, much so orgasmic and things of that nature. So we have to keep our open mind when it comes to people's sexual preferences because they're just that, their preference. It doesn't have to be yours. I often let people know that I don't do these episodes uh, about things that I personally do or are into. I try to cover whatever my audience would like to hear and I certainly don't have to bite the apple to know it's sweet. I certainly will go ahead and do any type of research and find out any information I can to help you guys on your sexual journeys. So I'm here for you, babes. Uh, But going on, a couple of benefits uh, that I would like to just point out is, uh, and I would like to just give it to you far as a male and as a female. Uh, Now, if you 
are a male and people with you know penises generally also do have a prostate gland because it is highly sensitive and positioned right on the other side of your rectum it is often stimulated by anal sex the prostate orgasms have been known to be very intense uh, and, and intense enough that you as a male would actually feel these like waves of orgasmic pleasure from your head to toe if you're really having a prostate orgasm. Prostate stimulation also may help prevent and treat erectile dysfunction, prostatitis, and painful ejaculation. So there are some benefits if you are participating in anal sex and receiving it as a person with a penis. Now, people with vaginas, uh, we definitely can have both your G-spot and A-spot stimulated during anal sex. Now, I know a lot of people know about that infamous G-spot, but not so many people are actually aware of the A-spot. The A-spot is located about maybe two inches or so past the G-spot at the front of your vaginal wall. So it is is easy to achieve if you are looking for your g-spot they always recommend that you insert your finger maybe one to two inches inside of you and if you kind of do like the come hither kind of like uh, curl your finger towards your belly button type of motion you should be able to feel a spongy like tissue which is considered your g-spot now if you were at that g-spot location looking for that a spot you would go ahead and go a couple of more inches deeper and if you move your fingers kind of like a windshield wiper left to right as opposed to up and down you should feel some sensation there and that will mean that you are actually in that a spot area now not only will it cause your body to do like a full body orgasm during this anal activity it may even lead to like squirting or female ejaculation uh, as it's called so there are some things that can happen positively for a woman who is engaging in this behavior as well. Now, in order to receive anal sex, you actually need to relax your sphincter muscle of the anus. Now, this is the anal sphincter and it's like a ring-like muscle that the anus is surrounded by that actually tightens after you have like a bowel movement and things of that nature. So it is necessary for you to understand how to relax that muscle because it's very necessary if you do want to intake a penis or any type of toy or object into your anus. Like I said, it is the muscle that you do squeeze when you uh, actually have to have a bowel movement. Maybe you're not close to the bathroom and you're like, oh goodness, I gotta hold it. I gotta hold it. That same muscle that you're squeezing to hold that bowel in is the muscle that you need to actually relax. Relaxation, I am learning very quickly, is the key to anal sex. You have to relax that muscle, okay? Let's remember that the anal does not self-lubricate. So, in order for you to actually take something, an object in, because it is something that actually is meant to push bile out of your body, you do need to make sure that you're very relaxed. As I did say, it does not self-lubricate, so lubrication is also a key when you are deciding to do anal play. Now, anal sex may be 
painful or feel strange at the first time. However, I just always advise that you A, know your limits and allow your partner to know if you can't take it. If it's too painful, if it's too much, please never sit there and just endure the pain because you may be doing something to risk your health in that state. So definitely be very, very open to communication if this is in fact your first or any anal experience that you're having. I always promote safety first. So use a condom. I do know that some people are in deep committed relationships and they prefer not to use condoms. But if you are just out here dating and you're, you know, it doesn't matter if it's anal sex or if it's vaginal sex, if it's oral sex, always do your best to try to protect yourself from any type of STI. Uh, Just so that your life will be more pleasurable and you'll be able to enjoy the sex and not regret it because something happened with you because you were not protected. So always use condoms. Uh, Clean very well before anal sex. The use of an enema or uh, anal douche uh, will definitely flush you out and is definitely recommended. That way you don't have to worry about seeing like fecal matter and things of that nature. I do know that a lot of people who are engaging in anal sex on a regular do a lot of prep before they know they're going to have sexual experiences. So, you know, they may not eat to try to make sure that their cup is kind of empty. They may go ahead and do uh, enema or a douche uh, to flush them out. These are so that... You you know, so that your sexual experience doesn't become a nasty nightmare. So we definitely want to do that when you are using like your hands, like maybe you're doing a little self-pleasure and you know, you want to go back there. Please make sure that your nails are short and clean. If they are long, if you are a female who has, you know, long nails or things of that nature, you definitely want to make sure that your nails are very clean. Uh, We do collect a lot of dirt and bacteria under our nails daily and we don't even notice it and you don't want to get any of that in your but now I definitely will also say if you are in fact using the condom as I just definitely recommend it before you're having any kind of vaginal or oral sex after having anal sex please do change that condom you definitely don't want to use the same condom that you used in the anus in the vagina uh, the anus is definitely full of a lot of bacteria and you do not want to transfer that bacteria and cause any type of infection there in your vagina or mouth as well So just know that. Uh, I definitely would say uh, that you would want to use plenty of lube, as I did mention earlier. If you are, in fact, using the condom, you want to ensure you're using a water-based lube. uh, That does work the best with any type of latex condom. Now, as I said before, relaxation is the key. So relaxing before engaging in this activity is very much so recommended. You can take a warm bath. Maybe you want to light a couple of candles and put on some light music or whatever you do to relax yourself. You also want to relax yourself before going into this type of act. Okay. Of course, again, if it's too painful, stop. You don't want to find yourself in a situation where you are in pain and something is happening internally to you that may cause 
the need for medical attention. After you are finished doing any type of anal play, you definitely want to clean with a mouth soap and water to prevent any infection because there are times where you will experience tears and things of that nature uh, that may cause, you know, infection. And they also do have like creams for soreness and things of that nature because you may still be a little bit sore even if you did have a pleasurable experience. Now, I know you guys are definitely wondering, well, what are the risks that may happen if I do decide to engage in anal sex? And here at Sex Talk with Tasty, we certainly want you to be well informed of that as well. You do have some risks of things that may happen. Like everything in sex, things can go wrong. It can go awry. You may have an overeager partner. Anything can happen, so we definitely want to be aware of these risks. One thing you are in the risk of is anal tearing and the spread of infection. Because the lining of the anus is so much thinner than a vagina, it definitely lacks natural lubrication, and the tissues inside of the anus are not as well as protected as any other tissue on your body. So you do have that risk of anal tearing, okay? Another risk is a weakening of that anal sphincter. This is the actual thing that allows you to hold your feces. So repetitive anal sex can make it hard to hold your feces. People can become fecal incontinent. However, they do have like kegel exercises that you can do to strengthen that sphincter so that if that is something that's a normal part of your sexual activity, there are ways for you to try to keep keep that functioning well. But there is a risk nevertheless that you can damage that anal sphincter and make it weak and you will not be able to hold your bowels. So that would be a true definition of a loose booty, okay? You definitely will not be able to hold it because that muscle will not be able to tighten up tight enough to hold that fecal matter in. Another thing that you run a risk of is bacteria infections. We did mention earlier that the anus is full of bacteria that can infect the giving partner. It can also affect the receiving partner. And having vaginal sex after anal sex can lead to vaginal and urinary tract infections. So you, like I said before, you don't want to enter the vagina right after the anus. If you don't have a vagina, don't worry about it but you don't want to enter the mouth either because you can get some of that bacteria in your mouth and cause a bacterial infection in your mouth as well so that would have been the next one I would tell you because oral contact with the anus can risk both partners for hepatitis herpes HPV and other infections and things of that nature so if you're just into tossing salads and that's what you do please be sure to go ahead and mouthwash and brush your teeth and try to get that bacteria out of your mouth if you're not using like a dental dam or some type of protection against uh, your mouth being to the buttocks, okay? Now, you also can experience anal bleeding because there could be some tears or you could have aggravated a hemorrhoid or something like that. You know, it may not be a warrant for, you know, concern if you're seeing a couple of drops after you have, 
you know, had anal sex. However, if you are seeing a lot of anal bleeding or if it's continuous or you're seeing it for an amount of time, it could be a very serious condition like a perforation. I always say, you know, better safe than sorry. A perforation is a hole in your colon. So that is a problem that would require immediate medical attention. And it can as easily happen as someone just reaching their orgasmic level and just jammed you a little too hard against the lining of, you know, that wall or, you know, whatever. So it definitely could be something serious. So very much so pay attention to any bleeding that you may see. You also have the risk of having anal fissures, which is like split in a tissue of your anus. So, you know, those I've heard are very, very painful as they are a split in your butt. So, you know, it is, is, is nothing to sugarcoat that. That's what it is. Now, another thing that people risk having to the anus and they don't realize it is having something stuck in the rectum because the rectal canal kind of creates like a vacuum effect if you will because there's not a lot of lubrication and that's why I said that lubrication is very much the key uh it just will act like a vacuum and it will suck something up that's why a lot of the sex toys uh, have a broader edge so that it will stop it from impelling completely into your butt i do know that most of the time that people end up at the hospital with objects stuck in their rectum is not like technical sexual toys you know it may be something that they just grabbed an object and put it in there and yeah it got sucked up there and you may try for hours to get it out by yourself but eventually you'll end up in the hospital and just guess just let you guys know it is something that the emergency room sees very very often because you know it's a butt and it just does that and people are embarrassed about things that could happen but you know it can be something very bad if it's left in there if you want to say oh I'll just wait till it pass by itself I'm gonna leave it in there I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to go to the doctor and be embarrassed you may end up damaging yourself a lot more severely by leaving it in there it's an object ladies and gentlemen and what if it shifts the wrong way or what if you plop down and sit down the wrong way and it does create a hole in 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 your colon or it does you know cause a lot of anal tearing and bleeding you know it could be very serious so i always say if it gets something gets stuck up there go ahead and go to the hospital and do your little walk of shame if necessary but get it taken care of but that's why lubrication is definitely something that you would have to make sure and ensure and they definitely do have tons of different lubricants that you can purchase to aid you in that effect so now that i've told you the pros and the cons of anal play you certainly can make a more informative decision whether or not you would like to incorporate that into your sexual routine like i said if you are already engaging in anal play i hope that you have at least learned the risk that you may be having and to look for just in case uh, i definitely always want you guys to have the best possible times ever but i certainly always always want you to be very aware and very very safe while doing so. I'm certainly not going to hold you guys up any longer. If you do have any 
concerns, questions, or comments. If you have a letter you want read or you do have a specific topic that you would like me to cover, please go ahead and email into sextalkwithtasted at gmail.com. Once again, that's sextalkwithtasted at gmail.com. As you do know, I do read every single one of those letters and respond to it. I definitely thank all of you guys for your love and support. If you would love to show your love to the podcast and support the show, please go ahead and hit that support link. I truly appreciate each and every donation that is given. I thank you guys. You have a great rest of your night. Do something I would do and remember to come hard.